Alright, alright, here we are again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. I'm out here in a different location, still McDonald's, but a different location, something a little more on Front Street, so to speak. I'm at the intersection of Charles Boulevard and Fire Tower Road. You'll probably hear some traffic going on around me, sitting here looking over the main highway, well, one of the main highways in, in my little city, watching plenty of traffic lights coming in. Plenty of headlights, trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, little hodgepodge vehicles, vehicles being held together with duct tape. There's a gas station across the street. There was an old pharmacy across the street on the other side. There's a big grocery store, which is part of a large food chain. It's called Harris Teeter, uh, kind of cat a corner from me. Then we have a Walgreens. Walgreens and CVS have kind of taken over the mom and pop pharmacies of the old school days you don't see those anymore but that is my location and I'm here it is about I don't know going on nine o'clock recording this podcast in the car I've got a caramel iced coffee as you know been sipping on it a while already trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about you know just get a few mental mental cliff notes together just to uh, put something together Somewhat of a loose, somewhat of a loose plan because you know everything is just pretty much off the top of my head. So I don't have any pen, I don't have any paper or anything in front of me. It's got a couple of ideas, but we're already underway. So uh, let's get into it. So one of the thoughts I was having when I was like, ah, what do I talk about today? What do I discuss? I want to take a second and talk about. Um, a different way to look at your English. Because, see, everybody gets so fixated on, let's study English. I need to study English. I need to read this. I need to study grammar. I need to study my pronunciation. I need to do this, do that. Studying English. Nobody's talking about, I need to use my English. Nobody's rushing to use English. See, that's the thing. When you learn a language, why do you learn the language? To use it, right? Of course. So use the language. So let's just talk about a few ways that we could use our new English or our old English or improve on the English that we already have. Reasons that we use language. One, to read. Now, nobody wants to read boring grammar books. Nobody does that in their own language unless you're in school. This isn't school. This is life. This is the school of life. So if you want to read something, you read something interesting. You read magazines about sports, fashion, cosmetics, uh, shopping, digital technology, fishing, outdoors, arts and crafts, whatever your interests are. That's what you read about. If it's not interesting, you won't remember it. You'll have more motivation if you seek things that are useful to you. But don't just read to be reading. Read for information. When, you, when you're at home and you're like um, stuck with the situation, maybe the TV goes out or the antenna's bent. You're like, well, how do I fix it? Look it up in English. Get on the Internet. Use your English on the Internet. Google it. Google the heck out of it. Type in how to fix a broken antenna. Type in why did my signal on my TV go out? Why is my Amazon Fire Stick not working? What's wrong with the internet service? I mean, I'll just do a basic, I'm going to just do a basic search right here on my phone. I'm going to just type in something off the top of my head. Let's see, let's open a window. Uh, let's say um, crabs, right? Crabs, you know, crabs are little crustaceans that crawl in the bottom of the ocean and you find them on the riverbanks and things like that. And people like to eat them, put them in shrimp bowls and with corn and potatoes and things like that. So let's just say crabs. All right, so let's look at a blue crab, right? Why? I'm going to type in this just right here in the Google text. Why is a 
crab blue? I don't know. I'm typing it in just like I'm thinking it. Why is a crab blue? Let's see what pops up. Like other decapods, blue crabs have ten legs. Blue crabs have blue legs and claws and olive to grayish blue bodies. The color comes mainly from the blue pigment, alpha crustacean. <laughs> that's some scientific word. I don't even know. See, see, that's the thing with English. When it gets to this scientific technology or scientific words, even native speakers have trouble pronouncing words. Just like with medical terminology, so don't get so stuck on it. But here's the thing. The color comes mainly from the blue pigment and the red pigment. When blue crabs are cooked, heat deactivates the blue pigment and turns the crab red. Okay, so there's some scientific chemical process happening with these two pigments that I'm having trouble pronouncing. That's the reason that you have that blue color. Now let's just say you wanted to go deeper into pigment. What do you mean pigment? What is a pigment? So you would just go back up to Google or Amazon or whatever you use, not Amazon, but Yahoo or whatever browser you use and say, what is a pigment? Now, here's the thing. How am I using English? So one, I'm typing, right? So I'm practicing my typing, my writing. I just typed in the inquiry, right? Now I'm reading it aloud. I'm reading it to you guys, reading the information. So one, I'm typing it. I'm speaking it, right? So we're making the connection. Now I'm going deeper into what is a pigment? What is a pigment? Here's the definition that pops up. Pigment, the natural coloring matter of an animal or plant tissue. As a verb, color something with or as if with pigment. And then there's plenty of pictures just in case you didn't know what pigment is. And then if you're like, okay, well, with that definition, the natural coloring, what is coloring? You can go deeper. You can go as deep as you want. It's the internet. It's bottomless. You'll never come to a point where they say, that's it. You've learned everything on it. And the thing is, you're not, your, your goal with English is not to try to reach the bottom. You'll never reach the bottom. I haven't even reached the bottom in English. And I've been speaking this English for 40 something years. 40 years I've been speaking English. I still don't know every word. I don't need to know every word. I don't want to know every word. So don't think that English, you're just going to get to some point where you're just like, I understand everything. Now, here's what happens. At some point, your English, you'll have enough knowledge of the language to when somebody gives you a new word or a situation that has context and everything, you can put it all together. You don't even need to look it up. I don't even know. I, I rarely have to look into a dictionary unless I'm just going for some new word or with the source i'd probably reach for with the source more so than a dictionary i mean at this point you know all of the the definitions now how people may phrase them how people may use the words that's a different thing so if you look up some long letter word you know you're going to sit there and say okay well that's what this means and then to break it out in smaller words so i mean there's 50 different ways to say the same thing some people want to use this word some people want to use this word but if you just stick to basic plain english you know a couple of gems here and there You'll be good to go. I mean, you don't have to be on the James Earl Jones level, you know, the, the Morgan Freeman and the V for Vendetta and all that stuff like that. Now, that's great, you know. If you're a, uh, one of those, I don't even know what to call it, like a poet or something like that, you know, one of those people that's just, what is this thing crawling on this trash can? So now I'm sitting out here in front of McDonald's, right, and they got a big hissing cockroach crawling on the side of their trash can. Good Lord. Wow. 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 Yeah. Okay, they just interrupted my train of thought. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. Vendetta. But, okay, so English can be used to search for information, right? Second, 
could be used to learn a new skill, to cook. You want to cook chicken, you cook chicken in your country, right? You cook chicken in your language. Do it in English. Look up a fried chicken recipe. Look up a baked chicken recipe. Look up roasted chicken. You're having a cookout, look up how to cook out. Look up how to grill. You're throwing a party, look up how to throw a party. Read the information, then implement it. Go out and buy the balloons. Decorate the house. Utilize the information. I mean, then you're associating, you're making all these associations with the language, all these connections with the language that will help you remember it. Another thing, people use language, well, you can use your language to uh, watch a film. Now, you could sit there and passively listen to it, so now you're listening, right? You're using it to listen, to retain information from the film, learn what the characters are saying. But, turn it on active, how could you use that? Well, you could listen to it, and then you could retell the story. You call up your buddy and say, hey, this is what happened in the film. Tell them in English. Or you record yourself talking about the film in English. You could look up the actors, right? We use English, we use language to express how we feel. You know, you're upset. Do it in English. You want to write a letter to your mom. Tell her how you feel. You love her or somebody who's gone. You miss them. Write it in English. You know, I really remember the times when we were out here doing this and blah, blah, blah. Write it in English. So instead of getting so focused on studying English, think more about using English. You probably have enough English to get by, you know, to do what you need to do. So start using it. Don't focus so much on studying it. Just use it. Make it part of your day. Make it part of your daily bread, so to speak. You know, just incorporate it in, in what you do. You have a skill. Use it. It's like Superman getting rained on when he has the power to blow the rain away you know so that's a thought but we're going to take a short break and i'm going to come back with another thought because this is something i thought about uh, i thought it would be pretty interesting for you guys if i was to share this with you so we'll take a short break and we'll be right back you know they never seem to put enough caramel in these coffees for me i mean they give you a large but then they give you like enough caramel for a short cup, you know, a little small cup. So when you mix it and you stir it, then it ends up being this little weak caramel with this old coffee blend. You know, they need to put like three or four more squirts in there. I think I'm going to tell them next time, I think I'm going to start telling them, hey, put two, two squirts of caramel in there because what you guys normally put in there isn't enough. But what I wanted to share with you is this um, thing, because I just said like, you know, leave you with the thought, deep thoughts. Deep thoughts are things we have. You're sitting around with your friends. If you've ever partied, you know, you've been a youth, probably out there, you're having a few drinks, you're inhaling a few fumes, right? Um, and you kind of get these deep, deep, deep Confucius thoughts. You know, you're just like like contemplating the, the galaxies and the, the connection between people, the six degrees of separation. You're just on a freaking bender, right? You're just gone mentally, right? But it's deep, though. It's profound, especially when people hear it. They're like, man, how did you even think of that? So... I was just looking up some deep thoughts up here, so I'm not going to take credit for these deep, deep, these deep thoughts, but I will share where you can find them. There is a link that I'm on, so you could probably just type 17 deep thoughts that will blow your mind. It was published on August 7th, 2017, posted by Carly Dobkins. So I'm going to give her her credit. These, these, this, this is not my words here, but what I will add on, these will be my words. So I'm just good because she just has one two, three. She just lists the thoughts. She doesn't expand on the thoughts. So the expansion will be me. The uh, main idea will be hers. So here is an interesting one that I have never even pondered. I'm sure you haven't even thought of it either. Number one, 
the purpose of a lock is to turn a door into a wall. Like, have you ever even thought of that before? When you lock the door, you turn it into a wall, an impenetrable object. Crazy, crazy. Like, nobody even thinks of that, right? That's a deep thought. Now, here's another one that she has up here. At age 30, you've spent a month having birthdays. <laughs> now, that's funny because I recently just had a birthday. By the time you're 30, you will have spent an entire month. You know, 30, if you want to do 31, whatever, but 30 technically. 30, you will have spent an entire month of having birthdays. That means you will have had 30 birthdays, a whole month's worth of birthdays. That's a lot of birthdays. And if, when you're 60, you'd have 60 birthdays. Isn't that crazy? It's just crazy. You know, 21, 20 birth, 21 birthdays, you know, 20, 20 birthdays. You know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, let's see. Here's another good one she has up here. Your car keys have traveled further than your car. You know, that's just one of those wild thoughts. I, I, I dare you. Go ahead and throw some of these at your friends. Next time you're sitting around with your friends and everybody's just getting deep or getting out, they're talking about some cosmic stuff, you're looking up at the stars, throw some of these at them. Let's see what, what else they have up here. Oh, look at this one. Technically, almost every mirror you buy at a store is in used condition. Makes sense because people walk in front of mirrors all the time. Now that's one of the things that um, perplexes me or just interests me about the world, a mirror. You know, they talk about the reflection in the mirror. You know, that whole thing is just wild. A mirror, when you look at a mirror, it reflects light, obviously. But you're in the mirror, you move, and it's the opposite. You raise your right hand, it raises its left hand. So you got to wonder what's really happening with that mirror. I think there's a little more with a mirror. The mirror would be something I, my, myself, personally, I would want to explore and see. The reflection, what is that about? You put your head over the water on a sunny day, you can see yourself in the water. What is that? And is what, are, what you're seeing, is that really you? Because, you know, when people look at you, they see one thing. You look at yourself, you see another thing. Because it's all up to perception. You know, perspective. How you feel about yourself, that'll tell you how you look. Look at somebody who's anorexic, right? They look in the mirror, they see some, some fat, you know, person that just needs to stop eating. You know, they're already 20 pounds. Everybody can see they're 20 pounds. But when they look in the mirror, they're fat. You know? it's 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 wild the mind is something else that's why i like the moon you look up at the moon at night you know it's beautiful you pull out your little iphone your little camera whatever you have and you take a picture and it looks nothing like it it's because the picture can't capture your perception your feelings your thoughts associations with the moon with the orbital object in the sky however you want to call it Let's see, let's do one or two more here that she has up here on this list. Um, oh, look at this one. Now, this is good. Tapes, tapes, these are cassette tapes. Tapes have a side A and a side B, right? So it only made sense to transition to CDs. Think about that for a minute. Tapes, cassette tapes had a side A. And the side B, if you're from the old school, if you were in the 80s, you'll know. 
tapes had a side A, they had a side B, then you had to flip it over to play the other side. So it only made sense to transition to CDs. Crazy, right? Crazy. Uh, one more. Let's see. Most of the sky is actually below your feet. <laughs> Just stuff, I mean, most people have never even thought about. Okay, last one from her page, because I'm not going to read them all. I'm going to give you a reason to go to her page and check them out, because it's some good stuff. It's interesting. She's probably got a whole bunch of other stuff for this this website probably has a ton of other stuff that you guys could benefit from and learn from. Just little quirky things, you know, in English or in the world, but you can enjoy it in English. So the last one that I'm going to share from here. A telephone makes sound travel faster than the speed of sound. Crazy. A telephone makes sound travel faster than the speed of sound. Wow. Wow. You know, sometimes you just gotta gotta look at this world that we have and just marvel at all the accomplishments we've made, you know, as a human race made together. Um, and at the same time, just appreciate the beauty within. I mean, including yourself, you know. You are a beautiful human being, beautiful creature. Man, woman, child, grandparent, granddad, I don't care what you are. You are listening to this, you are a beautiful person. Appreciate that. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate the, the gifts that you've been given every day if you're here listening to this right now. A lot of people didn't wake up, you know. A lot of people just aren't here to be able to, to, to experience what we're experiencing, whether it's sadness, whether it's happiness, whether it's grief, you know, regret. People betrayed a left arm, you know, to be in your situation right now, no matter how bad or good it is. You know, somebody's always thinking the grass is greener on the other side. Except the person that's on the other side thinking the grass is greener on the other side when the grass beneath your feet is what you should focus on. Don't worry about what's in someone else's lawn. Worry about what's in your lawn. Cut your own grass. Prune your own bushes. Trim your own trees. You know? Your time will come. The flowers will bloom. The trees will reach to the sun. And on that one, I hope you guys enjoy your weekend or night, and I'll see you in the next one.